people, and welcome to Podcasts Are Wonderful. I'm your host, Greggy Hochsteller, and this is going to be a little bit of an unusual week. Usually I would uh, record a podcast maybe with uh, one of my kids or one of my friends from the internet, but unfortunately my internet is not working currently. I'm working on getting it set back up, maybe with a different ISP or something. It's I've been having a lot of issues with this one, so I'm trying to figure out something out, but... For now, I am disconnected from the World Wide Web and all of the people that you can connect with with that. So I can't get a hold of any of my, you know, just hundreds of friends because I'm such a popular guy to do this with me. And my kids all gave me a flat no today. They were uninterested in recording with me. So what I did was I went and wrote a little story for you folks, which I'm going to read aloud to you as a sort of uh, audio book, I suppose. I didn't really write it as an audio play or anything. Uh, it's just a story that I'm going to read out loud. So I hope you enjoy it, and I hope it's an okay substitution for a regular episode. Uh, I hope by next week I'll be back up and running, but maybe I won't be, and I will have to figure something else out for next week. God, I hope... That isn't the case. Oh my god, I'm tearing my freaking hair out. I won't do a middle thing this week, so just rate and review us on iTunes. Tell a friend about the podcast, at least the old episodes that were good and not whatever this thing is. Which I hope is also good, but maybe isn't. And is probably going to be shorter than a regular episode. Um, I can check for iTunes reviews, but if you reviewed the show on iTunes since the last time I uh, mentioned people then just know that your time is coming. I will still make sure to give you a nice uh, shout-out on the podcast sometime soon. Okay, so anyway, uh, I guess that's enough putting this off. Here we go. Uh, Please enjoy this little piece of satire fiction I've written for you called The Howlvolution. Fighters huddled around an old brick-style iPod sitting on top of a rusty steel drum in the dark. The glow of the screen lit their faces with a feeble light. Faintly, you could hear the sound of a podcast more than six months old to play. Wow, I really just tossed you into the middle of things with no exposition at all, didn't I? It can be confusing, but it's a great way to really catch your listeners' attention. Luckily for you, this guy right here is going to do some exposition for us. A man in a trench coat with a bushy beard and thick glasses entered the circle of revolutionaries. Johnson, I'm back from patrol. I need a status report, the newcomer said. A quirky-looking woman with big glasses and a turtleneck sweater spoke up. Since you went on patrol, you mean? Mostly, we've just been listening to this old episode of the Earwolf Challenge. 
I know the winner has already been decided, but I still can't help myself. I root for the little dum-dum club every time. Hey, Nong, man. I mean the status report for the entire situation. Explain it to me as though I was a complete outsider to the whole conflict. Give me the insider's guide to kicking butt and dropping fools in this infantry we call the Howl Resistance. Johnson's eyebrows raised at the strange request, but she followed orders. It's been a while since this whole thing started. See, a couple months ago, our favorite podcasting network, Earwolf, put their old podcasts and new specials behind a paywall and called the new service Howl. Of course, we had all the old podcasts saved anyway on our external hard drive arrays, but still, this was a big slap in the face. And they wanted a friggin' King's Ransom for the service, too. I mean, $4.99 a month? What, you think $5 bills grow on trees? I could buy 20 quarters with that much money. One of the other Freedom Fighters had heard the conversation and sidled up to join them. Well, technically, if you use the superior WTF coupon code at checkout on the site, it would only be $3.99 a month, the newcomer said. Sure, I know that now, but what the fuck kind of what the fuck in here listens to WTF? I used the much shittier free month code Earwolf gave all of their network shows, said Johnson. All jokes is salad, but that really was a big mistake on your part, Johnson. The WTF code would have saved you $1,200 if you subscribed to Howl for the next 100 years. Okay, Martinez, if you're going to keep rubbing that shit in my face, we're going to have to settle it with a classic rap battle. And you know I'm the Amy Poehler of the group, so step off. Besides, the coupon code isn't even a bullet point on our list of complaints. The biggest issue is lack of Android support. Sure, they say it's coming soon, but it's been months since Howl was released on iOS. If Hot Saucerman thinks I'll be switching to a crapple product, he's got another thing coming. The rest of the band of revolutionaries had gathered around Johnson as she spoke and let out a cheer. Well, you could always use the browser version on your phone, Martinez said sarcastically. Don't even get me started on the web version, Martinez. You can't save anything for offline listening. The website loads for shit. And one of the two biggest featured promise with the service, ad-free versions of Earwolf shows, doesn't even work yet. It's crazy. So what are we doing to fight them, Johnson? The patroller asked, urging her on. We've holed up in a parking lot across the street from the Earwolf studios, and we post snarky things on the message board or the Earwolf subreddit. One of the guys thought about maybe harassing Paul F. Tompkins on his way to his car yesterday, but we all downvoted him until he changed his mind. We discovered you can get pretty much any episode you want from the Howl website, though, if you do a little fancy copy and pasting, so we haven't had to succumb to paying yet, but who knows how long that could last. We could conceivably have to be paying to listen to these podcasts in mere months from now. Knowing how good Earwolf's IT is at security, I'd say we have two years at the absolute most. It's like these Earwolf fat cats don't even get it. If you gave something away for free before, you should give it away for free forever, and all of it, and also we need these podcasts. This is life or death to us. No, but for real, the Android thing is super egregious, Johnson explained. All right, great. Thanks for the rundown, Johnson. Keep up the good work. I'm going back out there. I've got an episode of the best show I want to listen to while I patrol, so I'll be back in four or five hours. 
<laughs> you know, Jeff, it was great when Tom Sharplin came on the best show, which is to say a Hollywood handbook, one of the nameless crowds said, fading out as Jeff walked out of the light of the iPod. Little did the revolutionaries know that the earbuds Jeff had in his ears were the kind that cost two extra dollars because they also have a microphone that snags on everything in the world connected to them. This microphone had just broadcast Johnson's report to the whole Earwolf gang back at HQ. Jeff Ulrich had completed his mission. What the fuck are we gonna do? Mark Marin asked the crew gathered around the table full of signatures of all past Earwolf guests. Well, the table they have in there now, not the one Tim Tree spot. Go check out his YouTube channel to see the unboxing he did of the old table. It's really funny. I am literally going bonkers right now, Jason Manzoukas said. He was wearing a white shirt and jeans as always. Did you ever notice he wears the same thing all the time? Be sure to always bring that up anytime anyone ever mentions his name from now on. That is a very interesting and cool thing to do. Also, he's not on Twitter. Beep boop beep beep beep, said Tig Nataro. Oh wait, no, Professor Blastoff isn't a show anymore, right? Never mind, she wasn't there. Ah shit, I burned this one already, that means I can't use it on the Hooray show. What is Howl anyway? Why do you have to bring up this winter shit when I'm trying to have a summer? Howard Kramer asked. You know, this whole thing could have been explained by a freaky secret your brain is keeping from you. I heard about it on another podcast, said the crack guy in his weird, phlegmy voice with the odd inflection. Get those mopes in here. I'll settle this in my case closed segment. Matt Besser would have said, but unfortunately nobody bought him a piece of cake for his 300th episode, and although everyone thought it was a bit, he was totally dead serious and had quit podcasting forever. Solving this matter to the consummation devoutly to be wished, said Paul F. Tompkins. Okay, so that is probably too many of the podcast people saying things as it is, so just take it as read that I made all of them say their thing that they say a lot or whatever, okay? Thanks. I don't know what to do, I'm not really a tech guy, said Scott Ackerman, and neither is my wife. I'll tell you what we do, said Jeff Ulrich, entering the room right on time to make a cool entrance. He'd been standing outside the door for a while, listening to everyone say catchphrases before he heard one he thought he could really work with. We call the president. Jeff stroked his beard smugly as the room erupted in crosstalk. President Obama slipped on the cans in the White House garage. He had just pulled the armored limo out and parked it on the lawn, and Joe had set up the card table and mics. One of the White House interns was watching a laptop to make sure everything was working properly. She gave Barack a thumbs up to let him know they were recording. Hey there, my fellow Americans, and welcome to the Fireside Podcast. I'm your host and president, Barack Obama, and with me as always is my co-host and vice president, Joe Biden. Thanks, Obama, said the vice president. This week, we're going to talk about some of the stuff that's in the news. Then later on, we'll be talking to the junior senator from Wyoming. What's their name, Joe? Ah, shit. I don't know, Barack. Have the intern look it up. Oh, man. We've got to get better about the pre-pro, buddy. Anyway, we have whoever that is. We'll ask them what they think about, like, I don't know, the war or whatever. Do we have a war going right now? (laughs) Just kidding. But yeah, we'll do the interview. Then the what's in your pocket segment. 
Then in the plugs, I had to talk about the big college loans thing I've got going. But anyway, first is the news. So I woke up this morning and Michelle says to me, the president was interrupted by a ringing phone. The red phone hanging on the wall. I mean, it's a red phone, not the red phone that's for nuclear war. Most of the phones in the White House are actually red. That's a little known fact. The nuclear war phone is red, sure, but so are all the rest of them. It's kind of a tradition. Brock took off his cans and got up to answer the phone. Hello? Yeah, speaking. Hey, Mark, how's it going? Listen, I wanted to thank you again for having me on the podcast. You really inspired me. I've got to have you on my show sometime soon. These politicians are a total snooze. Oh, okay, what's the problem? Huh? Really? I don't know, man. Have them pay or whatever. It's only five bucks. Just make the Android app. What are you waiting for? Is Jeff Ulrich there? Okay, put him on the phone. Hey, Jeff? Here's what's up. You made this whole thing an app to make it easy for people who don't know anything about podcasts to get into it. You wanted something they could just download from the app store like they're used to, right? Yeah, that's a very cool and good idea, but what about all your current listeners? They already know how podcasts work, so just give them RSS feeds. Jimmy Pardo and those nerds over at Giant Bomb have been doing it for years. It works. Yeah, sure, the files might get shared, but come on, man. Anyone with a brain in their head can take whatever they want from the website anyway. Make it so convenient to pay you that nobody will bother stealing from you. And for real, stop fucking around with the Android app. It's ridiculous he launched the service without it. Listen, I have to go. I've got, um, well, somebody important I have to interview in a minute. President Obama hung up the phone and went back to the table. Where were we, Joe? Oh, yeah, so this morning, Michelle says to me, The end. I take my bows now. This has been a work of satire. I've signed up for Howl, and the premium stuff they have up there is well worth my pittance I am tossing their way. For real, though, if you feel like you will be in it for the long haul, use the WTF coupon code instead of the free month one, because it's objectively, materially better if you subscribe for more than four months. And sorry, my voice has become kind of gravelly as this has gone on. I hope I'm not getting sick again, but, uh, yeah, I just woke up also, so this is maybe not the best time to record a thing. Um, I hope you enjoyed my little silly work of, uh, joke smithing. I'm sorry it didn't turn out any longer. This is going to be a very short episode, uh, but I hope it tides you over until next week when hopefully I'll have a, a real thing or maybe I'll write something longer this time, uh, and have a an ending in mind when I start writing, uh, which, as you can tell, I did not this time. But, of course, if the president gets involved, he's going to cut through the bullshit pretty fast. So I think that uh, was in character. Um, and I will stop stalling now to run the clock out. This is just going to be a short one. Sorry. Thank you for listening. I love you. All my little sweeties. And I will talk to you. Uh, next week. Uh, bye-bye. Uh, bye-bye. Where's my mouse? There it is.